I pull down the street, and what is there? An orange cat. And I'm like, oh, silly little cat, what are you doing over here? So I pull over, and <laughs> I, do, tabby. I do the classic... And I'm rubbing my fingers together like Think standard this cat's gonna love me. cat pro- like let them know I'm an ally. So I open the window, <laughs> I open the door, I get down real slow and I'm like and I'm doing the finger thing and it looked at me and I swear it was going to come over and then a car came by on the other side of the road and it ran away. <gasps> oh my god, I thought it was going oh, somewhere else. Oh my god, I would I wouldn't be here right now. What a thriller. <laughs> I wouldn't be here right now if that were the Honestly, case. I'd I was be like, you are still- taking this well. Welcome to another episode of Stay Rooted with your hosts, Stephanie and Lauren. Pull up a chair because you're attending the virtual mom support group. Light your sage because we are going through it and growing through it. And And we're we're always rooting for you. Hi. Hi. Welcome back, everybody, to a Bits and Pieces and honestly, we didn't even announce it on our last bits and pieces, but we have moved. We have moved. We packed up our bits and our pieces and all of our shit, and we moved our bits and pieces to Thursdays. <laughs> yes, because we thought Tuesdays and Thursdays. Ooh, that's Ooh, nice. Ooh, the tease. Yeah, and we've all really kind of started to find peace with protecting our peace on the weekends. Yes. So if you're not a weekend listening type of person, yep. you'll be able to catch us on another weekday. Absolutely. And if you like Saturdays, listen to they'll them already then. be there. They're already be there waiting for you. So I'm excited about this. I, I like the new schedule. I feel like we have a lot of like ideas and goals for this next year. So it's exciting to see some of them coming into play already. It's that's motivating for me in the times that feel the darkest. Absolutely. And <laughs> This is past us speaking to present us, yes. but our sticker designs were approved today. Oh my gosh, I am so excited. I pressed approved. <sighs> and approved. if present us is listening, we probably have those stickers in our sticky little hands. I am so excited. And our tiny little raccoon and possum paws were just mm, with our little stickers. And we're so excited. So we've had stickers before. But these stickers are different. They are. They are designed by you. Yes. And I'm super Our excited. Our own resident graphic design team, yep. Stephanie and her Steph. cell phone. <laughs> and we were like, we just wanted to have a little bit of fun with them. We and really did. And you we, you came to me with like these three ideas and you were like, which ones do you like? Yes. And then like you kept coming with like different little tweaked in versions of them. And yes. I feel like you narrowed in so quickly Yeah, um, what we wanted to capture. So I feel as though they are very water bottle friendly. Yes. The aesthetic is there. These are um, more of like, they're obviously they still like represent our podcast. They represent Stay Rooted, but these are a little bit more like vibey, you and know? And they capture who we are really yes. well. So I'm excited. And obviously like, they have our handle on them and that sort of thing, you know? A girl yes. gotta eat. But, but they cute. They super cute. So I'm very, 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 like very excited about these stickers. Me too. And I feel like such a boss bib whenever we get to like order something. Yes, with our name on it. Use our little card. I'm like, oh. Here's our little card. Oh, this old thing? (laughs) (laughs) You're like, it's a paid sponsor. The sponsor's me. It's just cool. Like, we have come away. Like, we sometimes, like, we were just talking about time and how sometimes you feel like you're standing still. But, like, retrospectively, if we look at 
literally, physically, metaphorically where we started with Stay Rooted and where we are sitting here today, like there is major growth. So we might feel like we're treading water, but apparently like we're going somewhere. We're going. There is a tacky Facebook meme out there that really captures that whole feeling. I'm sure. (laughs) And I agree. I agree. We've we've made great progress. We still have so many places that we want to go. But look where we've been. Things are exciting. Um, So I realized I'm still a problem because today, so everybody (laughs) knows if you've been a Rudy and you've been rooting with us for a while, you know that I've been bit by a dog in the last (laughs) calendar year because- In the face. I see a stray animal and I just need to help it. It's just who I am. It's who I've always been. And I thought after the dog bite that like- I would just be a little bit more cautious. You know, I would be more thought out. (laughs) Everybody hoped. Today, I'm going to pick Lukey up from school, and I pull down the street, and what is there? An orange cat. And I'm like, silly little cat, what are you doing over here? So I pull over, and (laughs) I do do the classic, and I'm rubbing my fingers together, like standard cat, like let them know I'm an ally. So I open the window, (laughs) I open the door, I get down real slow, and I'm like, And I'm doing the finger thing. And it looked at me and I swear it was going to come over. And then a car came by on the other side of the road and it ran away. (gasps) Oh, my God. I thought it was going somewhere else. Oh, my God. I I wouldn't be here right now. What a thriller. I wouldn't be here right now if that were the case. I was like, you are taking this well. I've been through too much with the chickens. And so you're getting really good at not telling (laughs) me things. (laughs) She's dissociated so hard right now. But yeah, so the odds. (laughs) I tried to save this cat today. Could it have bit my my eye out maybe did I still try to get it yes and one more thing on the topic of animals because now you have me thinking about my chickens there has been a development in the unsolved case that is the loss of um, Roadrunner Miss Sunflower and Golden Girl number three so I've obviously been in dusted for Prince I've been in my feelings and what have we been getting snow so me an investigator walks out to the coop and the snow's kind of like hardened there's not much of it and I'm I look down what do I see tracks I go oh she's smoking her pipe I'm smoking my pipe I'm wearing my trench coat I'm like hmm hmm she's got out her spectacle <laughs> yeah I bend down real this close case. <laughs> I, I, I stick my finger in the paw print and I lick my finger and I go <laughs> raccoon, I say. <laughs> it's a raccoon. She very nonchalantly today in the text were like, yeah, they're raccoon tracks. Yeah, so I was they're like, ra- oh, look at you. <laughs> you. A true look trailblazer. Your, your new hobby, tra- tracking animals. PI. Yeah. <laughs> that seems unproblematic, but I saw these little things. And like, honestly, historically, I've thought raccoons cute. Now that I know like what their business is with me, I am like on this fuck the ra- raccoon Dude. campaign. Do they eat? They birds? eat chickens. Oh my goodness! I know. Who would have thought? And also, like, I thought they ate berries or something. I won't say that I fact checked this, but I've also heard that <laughs> that confirm or deny. You're you're talking to me, a raccoon, them in the flesh. And what I've heard from fellow raccoons is that anything a three year old can open, a raccoon can open. Really? So now it's just making. Oh, I have seen little videos of them like opening. Jars. I think they have like little from the from the tracks. It looks like they may be opposable I'm not quite I have I'm still investigating (laughs) but that's all of my animal catch-up but but now I'm like on the topic of cats (laughs) okay (laughs) okay okay (laughs) 
tonight we chose because we've been watching a lot of Disney Channel original movies. But as like, one does, the more current ones, and by current I mean like 2017, I think because yes. that's where we are, right? Yeah, and like, um, so like we watch like Descendants, Descendants two. Zombies, zombies too. Zombies we love a zombies. Three, all the zombies. Mm-hmm. Um, so we were like, let's just watch something different. So we head to Netflix. We hit new, newly added. Cats has been newly added. Ooh, but the the weird, creepy new one. Have you seen it? I haven't yet. So it's it's really like it's a lot to watch. I'm sure. And I don't know what year it was made. I don't. Does it feel like new? Like if you had to guess based on what you saw. No, it's like, yeah, it's like, it's new, like the CGI is good. Okay. But in a really horrifying way. Okay. So like, it's just like, it's like the human form, but in a cat suit. And then like the makeup is very done. But then there's animated? No, these are the fucking people you know. These are the cats. Wait, like the play, like cats? Cats. Oh, is this the one where Taylor Swift does like a song or she is a cat? Yes, and the guy from like Carpool Karaoke is a cat. Of course he is. And Rebel Wilson is. is a cat. Why is everybody cats? And they're like, it's like just the most unsettling. Look it up on your telephone. It's I don't the most think I, I don't unsettling think I wanna... like display of a cat. I mean, it's beautiful, I guess. Cats I guess. is really like from the point of view of these city cats that are like strays and have homes and cause hate, mischief. You know I love Taylor Swift, but I hate what I'm seeing right now. It's really like, it's a lot to digest. It's, I don't want to look at that ever again. It's furry in a weird way. We decided that the tails creep us out. Yeah. They like, there's points where they like, so the tails are very like active and animated. And then they like, they'll like take them between their legs and like use them as a microphone. And I'm just like, uh, would a cat use their tail as a microphone? I don't know. If there's anything I've learned from the Aristocrats or the Aristocats, it's no, they wouldn't. The Aristocats wouldn't. They play an actual instrument. That almost feels insulting to use a tail. Those are actual musicians in that movie. And my six-year-old... He's on the piano. My six-year-old loved it. It's paused right now. We're going to get back to it tomorrow night. Is it something that you would say that you wouldn't recommend showing because they might like it and you wouldn't want to watch it? Or do you think it's worth watching? Honestly, I think, you know, do whatever you want. It's going to be the fucking (laughs) top banner of your Netflix. So So regardless, my daughter is going to make me watch it. May the odds be in your favor. But, (sighs) I mean, it was what we did tonight. And I was like, never going to get that 40 minutes back. (laughs) No, you absolutely won't. And on the topic of not that, maximalism maximalism is here to stay. It absolutely is. And I had a thought come across my brain waves and it was, so Nora and I, one thing that I love, and we've talked about this before, is that, so I think we both agree that Chamber of Secrets is the comfiest of Harry Potter movies. Yes. Especially if you're like sick, you're it's a cold day, whatever, that's the comfy one. It's like to scariness, to magical, it's a great ratio. So Nora and I, the other day, we were kind of dreary, and she was like, do you want to watch Chamber of Secrets? I was like, obviously, you know I do. And we're watching the scene where you first like go into the burrow, and you're seeing all the things moving around, and everything sewing itself, and cooking, and cleaning. And then Molly Weasley comes in, and she's like, where have you been? (laughs) No note. Everybody, if you know, you know. And so they get into that scene, and I'm looking around, and I'm like, the burrow is such a vibe. Like, it's such a vibe. And then I look, and I'm like... This is the Molly Weasley, the original maximalist. Yeah. She really, like, if you go back to that scene, 
have her come and decorate my home. What a vibe. Absolutely. What an absolute vibe. Living in like the borough, like I just feel like that's the place to be. Yeah. Before it gets burned down to the ground. <laughs> you know, but it's a sour ending. Anywho. Um <laughs> I really love that. No, yeah. I agree. The borough is the borough is super cute. Molly Weasley is the aesthetic. I have been very on my maximalism BS and my like making the space that you have the yes. space that you want. This meh, is meh, what meh. I thrifted. This is how I styled it. This is what I thrifted. This is And I'm like, you made <sighs> us make everything beige and now you're like not beige. I know. And now Do I'm like, Am I supposed Hang to like the disco balls? And I'm like <sighs> God. And you're like, I want to do this, but like, why didn't you tell me I could do this before in a fun, <laughs> cute way? Yeah, I'm like, I'll just let the toddler scribble on the den walls and call it art. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But with that, there's been a lot of like, I'm saying that this is what I thrifted and I get inspired by that. Well, yeah, you you bought a little basket. I bought a little basket. So I went to the thrift store and obviously bought almost nothing for myself. But I did find a very, very nice basket. And guess what I ended up doing with it? What did you end up doing with it? I ended up putting it on my little bedside table because you know how I have my stack of three to four books that I've read one to 200 pages out of the in no specific order so yes. that I get a little confused about the plot lines. We've all been there. If you put them in a basket, you can throw your little charger in there. Uh-huh. You can, And that's kind of She's my little... She's an Airbnb. Ooh, and I'm like, oh, look at her. You know, look at her. But I have one thing to say about thrifting, and I've developed kind of like a thing about me where like you obviously can't go looking for something completely specific because you don't know what you're going to get. Like this isn't a manufactured thing. It's not wholesale, but like you can say like, Hey, I'm going for baskets. I'm going for some kind of something I'm going to hang on the wall shelving. So I kind of had in mind what I was looking for. Well, I'm looking through the aisle where it would be and it's not there. So I'm like, okay, it's just not my day today for that. Well, a few minutes later, Someone who must have gotten there before me walks by holding exactly what I was looking for. So now I have this thing where I'm like nonchalantly <laughs> following them in case they decide to put it down because I'm like, that was mine. I came here. Were you Meanwhile, even thinking about this? This person's like, she's a serial she's killer. She's a serial killer. <laughs> she's a serial killer. She's all over. She's coming for their basket. <laughs> Absolutely. But that's that's the thing with thrifting. It's like, it's sharks out there. You gotta eat or be eaten. Oh, yeah. I will just like hold on to things. While I'm thrifting, yes, made the maybe have a feeling about it. Of course, I don't want to be heartbroken when I circle back around and you know, little granny across the store has got it. You don't want to have to fight her in the parking lot. Give me lot. back my vase, Bertha. yeah. That was my candlestick holder, bitch. My mom has been like obsessively going to the thrift store I like love that. every single day, and she just gets me a little something every Ugh. time she goes. So it's something been really... with a story, yeah, and like a two ninety nine <laughs> ticket. I'm like, look at me. It's like I. Want want something that feels used, but I'm also going to Clorox wipe it when I get home. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because, like, the spray cleaner that they use at those types of places It has, has a smell. A smell. It has, like, a feeling. It does. <laughs> and, like, honestly, I love thrifting, but I'm not going to use anything before I clean it. No, and I've been very in, like, a just, like, kind of liquidating what we have. So it's very counterproductive when I find myself in a thrifting mode because I'm like, I'm just bringing more shit. I'm trying to get rid of the shit. That's why I'm trying to find things to put things in. I feel like that's my thing. I'm like, I'm just going to find something to put my things in and then the the things will be better. On the topic of things. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I like little treats, right? Mm. We all like 
like to give ourselves coffee. We're millennials. We need the little validation of a little tree. A little tree. And that has no gender roles. No. Like, my husband loves a little tree. Absolutely. And I don't know what type of childhood trauma he bears, but he his little treat is, like, the beanie babies from the gas station. If you're, <laughs> if you're ever wondering who buys the little Stop. An impulse T-Y, buy. It's him. If you're like, why the fuck does this 7-Eleven have a T.Y. Rhino? Because my husband's going to eventually go there and he's going to buy it. He's does he pay. buy it for himself or for the kids? He buys it for the kids. But like my daughter has 700 of them. Fair. And he thinks they're cute. Like he'll buy, like there's even figurine ones like near like, I don't know, the Mentos. I don't know where they are because I've never bought one. But I don't want to worsen the habit because they do that at the Michaels checkout too. They always have a spinny of the TYs with the big eyes. Oh, yeah. And like, I like try not to get by them too much. But if you have the kids with you, you're like, this is $6.99 and it will save the day. What the fuck ever? No, my husband sees it. He's like, that's going to make my girls smile. Well, guess what? <laughs> now we have a problem because today, so I've been trying when I, I need to do cleaning projects. That's my thing. I need to dive into a room. I can't just clean my home. I'm like, I'm going to empty out every drawer, every drawer in Nora's room, you know, and go through everything and take everything off of her desk. So we're doing that. But the thing I realize is that like, I can make those projects more interactive so that like, it's a less of a division in my time. I'm always trying to bring multiple things into my time. So can I spend time with the kid while cleaning a room? So we were kind of doing that today and we were going through stuffed animals and just being like, hey, is this something that really like you play with and you want, or is this something that we could pass on to somebody else? So we had our Donnie in the room as well, looking through things. And because these toys are in Nora's room, he doesn't see them that often because her room doesn't have a gate. So he is rarely in there because it is upstairs and he is wild. <laughs> they're so, new toys. They're to new toys as far as he's concerned. So He's going through the through the basket and then he comes upon the collection of those new school TYs with like the big sparkly eyes like that's yep. the new thing which I particularly prefer the old models but like those are the ones that my husband falls victim so to. So my those kid the puss in boot eyes yes so silky eyes Lukey <laughs> obviously sees these eyes and he's all amped up. He's excited. Of he's course. he's like, this is a vibe. But then he realizes that there's multiple of these babies with the bright, weird eyes that like look good together. And he was having this whole moment and it was just like a cool moment where like we were getting shit done, but we were also like not just like a lot of the time it's like, can you guys just go watch TV while I get the dishes done for 15 minutes? Like, can we just do an exchange? Yeah. But like sometimes it can be interactive occasionally. Another pro tip, kids love a cedar mop. Kids love to spin a cedar mop. So lately I don't mop my floors nearly as often as I should. Nearly. I'll do a quick Swiffer, but like the mop, I don't take it out quite often enough. I took it out last weekend the second you start stepping on that pedal and spinning it around, Nora was like, I'll mop the floor. I'll mop the floor. I didn't even know what you're talking about, honestly. Do you know what I'm talking about now? What is a cedar mop? So <laughs> do you know how mops have those things where you can step on the pedal and they spin? Oh, yeah. The to ring them out? Thing? So that's is that new invention? No, they've been around, but like cedar is like the brand that you'd see at Target. It's okay. the cedar mop. It comes with the mop. It right? comes with the mop. You put it in. You spin it around. It's very fun. It sounds good. It feels good. I saw it on the internet. Yes. So that's a pro hack. Get a cedar mop in your kid might mop your floor for you for I love free. that. I love that. You know? Um, so 
not on the topic of that. Of course not. Um, the boomer that lives in my head, rent free. <laughs> we'll Who call is it? it? We'll call her Lauren Senior. <laughs> um, lately, she's been like, "You'd save money if you just made coffee at home." Ugh. You know, Don't. she's she's blaming she's blaming my coffee consumption I deserve a treat. and not the economy. So, but I do deserve a treat. But I'm like, how can I elevate my home my home brew? So I found a product. So this is a little, you know, Share I'm it. a consumer. Share with the class, Lauren. Chameleon cold brew concentrate. Okay. It comes in a glass bottle. I got it from Target Pickup, so I couldn't tell you what aisle it's in because I didn't go to the aisles. I'll find it out. Um, it makes up to 64 ounces of cold brew. Ooh. Um, it has two different recipes. One's like a cold brew and then one is like a hot cup of coffee. And, like, one is three ounces to three ounces, and then the other is, like, six ounces of water to six ounces of the concentrate. Okay. And this is so good. <gasps> is it flavored? Oh, I think I found it. Chameleon, right? Okay. I'm very interested in this. Because and you can you make know. it, like, a little too strong. Like, right. you can have the jitters if you want. Maybe I want. You know? <laughs> Maybe I want. And it has kept me home in the afternoons Ugh. for the past two days, which is a big feat for me. That's a huge <laughs> feat. And, like, I definitely romanticize the making your at-home cup of coffee, but then it just winds up being that I'm like, I don't have the time, which realistically, like, I probably do. Like, I probably do. But if I can find a little concentrate that I can just, like, mix up. And I was like, why didn't we think of this sooner? I love you know, that. Let me just water it down a little bit. I'll enjoy it. But it was like, it was very good. And then I made my own little cold foam with my frother. <gasps> Ooh. And it was delicious. I had myself a nice little treat this afternoon while my while my one and a half year old was sleeping. And my other one was at school. And I was like, this is me time. So maybe I you took throw a little on, time for myself. Maybe you throw on a little jagged little pill. Maybe you sprinkle on a little cinnamon on top. Just You know that it was the Lettuce Morissette's Cafe. Always. <laughs> always. And on the topic of coffee, in my new job, I've been working from home. I'm working remotely, everybody. Humble brags. Stop bragging <laughs> to everybody. But I had the weirdest revelation. I've been having a lot of revelations about my legs lately, and I'll explain. So one of them is like, so in working remote, I'm on Zoom all the time. That's how I'm seeing people. That's how I'm talking to people. That's how I'm training. I am seeing and talking to these people more than I'm talking to most other people. You know, I know their faces very well. I feel very connected to them. The internet is a weird and cool place. So weird. One thing I don't know and may never know, do these, what do their legs even look like? Do, do they, they have legs? They are they wearing on? pants? And I found myself all of a sudden, I realized that like, I'll never, I will talk to these people and see their faces every day and maybe never even look at their knees. Never, <laughs> never, never, never. And then the other leg revelation I had is coffee. Okay. You're going through the drive through right? Yes. And do you ever just hyper-focus on, like, what your body position is? Like, you just realize what you look like? Yeah. So I'm sitting in the drive-thru at the window, like, ready to receive my coffee, paying. And I just realized that if, like, this car frame around me just was invisible, it just disappeared. And I would just be sitting there so awkwardly at <laughs> a, a window up, with a leg up, literally just, like, waiting for my coffee, like a little weirdo. And I just got so in my head thinking about... 
With shit everybody in my lap. Could, I've got everybody all kinds could, of stuff in my lap. Everyone could see me in here in this invisible glass house. They would be horrified. Right? They would be horrified. And I got way in my head about it. So I don't know if you have anything to say about legs. Well, I used to be a visiting nurse yes. once upon a lifetime. And <laughs> I used to think that all the time because it was during COVID. It was at the beginning of COVID. And even before that, it like I, I would be like, these people must think I live in my car. Yeah, because I would just have like so much multiple stuff. clothes. Like if something, if like if something gets wet or spilt on you, or like there's a house that's really like you know like they they're smokers yes. and you can smell that. Like I would literally change my outfit. Yes. So like I had clothes, I had all kinds of stuff that I could just like stop in a public bathroom, all kinds of cleaning stuff, and I would like in the drive-through be like. These people probably think I live in my car. Yeah. <laughs> and then I and just think, like, like I'm such a little weirdo. <laughs> but, like, you do what works for you. Yeah, and I do I do feel like if that's the only little glimpse they get of me, hopefully they never get to see my little, like, hunch over body. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I hope for myself. But it was just a weird revelation that, that I had. But, like, I think that at the drive-ups, too. Like, yes. don't you think, like, when... Like, the other night when I was talking like, to you on the phone, I was in my robe. Yeah. And, like, I just left in such a hurry that I didn't really think about what I was in or no. what I looked like. And then when I got to drive up, I'm like, this my kid robe, must be like, look and, at this woman. And, like, our robes are so, like, roby. Like, they're not like they're, like, you know, they could pass for, like, a, a little jacket. Oh, no, it's emerald green. Like, it literally has a collar. You know, <laughs> it has a tie around the waist. It's bulky. It's not, like, it's not a, a flattering moment. It's cozy. It's here for the comfort. <laughs> and I find myself always, if I go out, like, because, you know, I have the problem with sleeves over sleeves. I don't like wearing things under sweatshirts, jackets. Doing I hate that right it. now. <laughs> so, <laughs> I... I like my robe because it has really loose sleeves. So if I'm going outside, I'm already wearing my robe in the house. It's just easier to keep that on than to take sleeves off sleeves, put new sleeves over sleeves. Like, that's a lot. So I'm going in my robe, whether you like it or not. <laughs> I love that. Little pickup kids. <laughs> not on the topic of little pickup kids. My daughter, who is taking um, musical theater and acting classes um, through a dance academy in our um, neighborhood. She finally went for her role for the, um, the what is it called? Like a production or? Yeah, they do like a production, but it's basically like the recital, and then they have like a musical number. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of condensed. But so far they've been doing workshops, and like they'll kind of work towards a vlog or They'll work towards doing a monologue. She did a monologue from Annie that was super cute. So the production that they're doing is Cheetah Girls. Ooh. Which I just think is so silly. Like, millennials yes. are in charge. They when, know who the moms of these kids are. Like, I think I, I don't know if I only said it to you or we if I said together. it to the Rudies. But, like, I was doing, like, Fiddler on the Roof. Yes. Oliver. Like, like classical my, pieces. My kid's going to be singing, like, Zoom, Zoom, Zoom. Yeah, <laughs> like, it's like the curriculum you can tell is being run by millennials now because they're like, we're doing NSYNC. Like, yes. you know. So we got super into the Cheetah girls we we did the whole thing we we sang the songs and she wasn't very good about like telling me like what they needed to prepare for but I just like knew that they were doing the we are sisters so we we practiced that song in the mornings and like it was going to be a cold read script so she wasn't going to be able to know ahead of time which she's still learning to read so the um teacher works with her and kind of like 
feeds her her lines yep. and then lets her read, which she said this was the first time she was able to actually cold read from her phone. Oh. So she was feeling super proud about that. I was so proud of her. Um, and she's like, I want to be the fashion designer one. And she came home and from it and the tryout and I was working, but I saw her later that night and she was like, you know, like I tried out for the fashion designer one, but I'll be happy, you know, like anybody that wanted to be that one I'm up against and I'll be happy no matter what I get. Oh. So I am a theater girly. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I did not get casted as main roles. Mm-hmm. I was not a main role, you know, type of person. And I feel as though now you see that, like, when I did theater, I felt as though it was very, like, you had to look like the character that was described in the original story. Whereas now you see people doing depictions that are completely different. And I love to see it because it kind of takes away the framework of, like, I'm not a main character girly because it makes you feel like anybody can. Because you would never want your kids to think that about themselves. No. And I did reorient her to the fact that this is her first year doing this. Um, so I don't know what will come of it. Um, she was like, they're going to post it on the app and like, you need to look, whatever. So I said, Lennon, no matter what, I am so proud of you. You yeah. seem so happy that what to be able to What a huge deal to, to get up this. there and to do that. Like, could I do that right now? Who knows? I said, you're six years old and I don't think that I would have had the same bravery that you had and- you know, you're just you're you're beaming from it. So Absolutely. I feel as though you already achieved what you what oh, you wanted to do. A hundred percent. So the next morning comes, they post the results, and she did not get the role that she went out for. She mm-hmm. got an ensemble role. Yeah. Um, I think there's six of them and there's four original Cheetah Girls. So they're just making it six Cheetah Girls. Right. You know, like they're just they're gonna be like the two um like edges, I believe. And like, you know, they're I don't even know what's happening, but they're the ensemble characters. Yeah. So I tell Lennon this information and I can see your shoulders kind of sink and I immediately just feel like you want to get defensive and like you should have fucking been the fashion designer. Yeah, Everyone's saying it because it's your baby. But then I breathe and I'm like, you know what, Lennon, I tried out for plays. I've tried out for I've tried out for cheerleading squads. I've tried out for things that I have not made or I have not gotten the part that I wanted. Yes. I'm like, but the thing is, is that the part I was given, I decided was going to be the part that everyone knew that I was able to do and that I enjoyed doing. Yes. Like I was going to be the best that I could be at that part so that it, so that it take ownership through. over it. Absolutely. And so that it shined through on how good I am at adapting and being able to be in that role. Yeah. Even though maybe it's not the one that I set out for. Right. So then I was like, this is even funner. Yes. Because now you're an ensemble. We can make. You have freedom to be whoever you want to be. We can make you a whole backstory, girl. So we just started with her backstory. And she's like, I'm also a fashion designer. Yeah. Like, of course you are. Yeah. It's the early 2000s. Everyone absolutely. was. <laughs> I love that. I'm like, we were only fashion designers I then. love that. Oh, absolutely. So it was really just one of those things that I even like. You're a mom. You're her mom. She's the best thing that ever has happened ever. Yes. Don't try to tell me something. Absolutely. I will rip your face. So then you're having it's literally the definition of like growing alongside your child because like you want them to have that part. They deserve that part. You don't get to decide that they don't get that part. She's upset. You're upset. But now you're like, no, we're going to turn this ship around. Yes. Yeah, so this I, is going to be the best thing to ever happen to us. And that's, that's, 
that's a kudos to you. And that's a kudos to who you're making her become by giving her that reframing because it's totally fair and okay to be disappointed. Like everybody gets disappointed. Have your moment, be disappointed about it. And then let's find a way to move on. Yeah. You know, and that's so important. I felt as though it was. And then I immediately got in my friend group chat and I was like, aunts, <laughs> assemble put this in your calendar and bust your velour suits out we're cheetah girls literally and her aunt that like is the ra- she was like I'm Raven I'll be there I love that so I just felt like it was a moment that like you said we we're being the positive we're being the positive role that we were placed in and yes. she wants to be a part of that and being a part of that shines in her and I know that she's gonna be she's gonna kill it and oh, she's gonna absolutely. absolutely glow on stage and I'm so proud of her so I am too that's stay tuned. very exciting yeah. that's extremely exciting I'm so proud of Lennon and I feel like we could all take a little a little page out of her book oh we absolutely could and I have to mention to you before we wrap up this lovely bits and pieces <laughs> you did this to me okay don't don't no you did I'm I am back in the bread game, everybody. No. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, yes. She had flour in her cart. She had yeast. <laughs> she's Instant researching. Yeast. She's researching feeding starters again, <laughs> letting them live, letting them breathe or something. And um, it's a dangerous and, and delicious place to be. But I'm back. And I started off bread season with a little garlic biscuit. Oh. And I will say... A crowd pleaser. A a crowd pleaser. It was instant yeast, so it was like a half-hour project, they said, which meant that it was 45 minutes, you know, minimum. But the one thing I have to say, because like a millennial, I found myself on Pinterest. I'm looking up easy bread recipes, something to boost my confidence, you know, to get me back in the bread game, feeling okay. ingredient sourdough. That's what I'm saying. (laughs) So that's the search. Those are the keywords. I'm doing it. But then I click the link and I I just want a recipe. And it's like, like everybody jokes and it's like, grew up in a small town. Grandmama used to make this recipe and you keep scrolling and scrolling and scrolling. But honestly, I think I scrolled for like multiple minutes before they had just pictures of the ingredients. And I was like, but how much? Like, I can't just like guesstimate with baking I from hate, scratch. I hate when you get to like a whole new document on one of those. And then there's it's a like, pop up. But it's still there's still no numeric value. No. Like, it's just like add the butter. Add and the you're butter. Like, how much? How butter? fucking much butter? I don't fucking know. I didn't have the so same grandmama. To your mixture. Yeah. Grandmama would be proud. Grandmama didn't share the family recipe with me. I need you to fucking tell me. You know? So that's been my thing. So I'm back on my bread kick. I'm Beautiful. also I'm entering crock pot season and I'm just really cold, honestly. And I'm just trying to stay warm. I'm very cold too. I mean, I would love to, you know, I'll throw a sourdough together. Yeah, let's see what we can do. Let's get lost in some sourdough bread this weekend. Let's do it. Thanks for attending our virtual mom support group with Stephanie and Lauren. Pull up a chair, light the sage. We are going through it and growing through it. And And we're we're always rooting for you. The 
production that they're doing is Cheetah Girls. Ooh. Which I just think is so silly. Like, millennials yes. are in charge. They when, know who the moms of these kids are. Like, I think I, I don't know if I only said it to you we or if I said together. it to the Rudys, but, like, I was doing, like, Fiddler on the Roof. Yes. Oliver. Like, like classical my, pieces. My kid's gonna be singing, like, Zoom, Zoom, Zoom. Yeah, <laughs> like, it's like the curriculum you can tell is being run by millennials now because they're like, we're doing NSYNC. Like, yes. you know? 